more wealth is made during a recession and depression. Mm. So the majority of people are going to sit on their hands and wait for cheese to come back. Those that get disturbed with inaction, those that see where the puck is going, those that shift the inner game will realize this is truly a time to thrive because most people are going to be sitting around waiting to see what happens. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to The Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. You're in for a real treat today because Lori and I are sitting down with our good friend, Dean Graciosi, and we wanted to do an update episode with you because about a year ago, we had Dean come over to the house, talk about the economy that was coming up, talk about where he saw opportunity to succeed for individuals like you. And because that year has flown by and because we have a challenging economy right around the corner, we wanted to do an updated interview. So that's exactly what we're doing. As a matter of fact, when we were off air, Dean said it best. He said, you know, I've been sitting around and I've been having conversations with with Tony Robbins and with so many other billionaires out there who really have the inside scoop on where the economy is going and what you can do to thrive. He said, we got to get that conversation out to the masses. And I said, you're absolutely right. So we're going to sit down today and we're going to have that conversation as if you're a fly on the wall so that you can see what challenges might be coming up. But more importantly, what opportunities are going to present themselves because there is always the same amount of opportunity out there. Sometimes it changes shape. Sometimes it changes places, but there's always, always enough opportunity out there. We're going to shed the light on where some of those opportunities are going to go. And then at the end, he's going to reveal that he and Tony are going to do what is likely their last free five-day training. And if you guys tuned in last year, you saw it really was free and it really was valuable. Like no strings attached, five days of pure value. He, Tony, Jenna Kutcher, so many other incredible friends. And by the way, if you want to hit pause right now and go and register for the training right away, it's going to be in the first week of August. Lori and I are we're definitely going to log on and make sure that we're learning right alongside of you guys. If you want to go there, just hit pause and go to thrive600.com thrive600.com. Seriously, hit pause real quick. Go to thrive600.com and then come right back for this episode because Dean is going to blow your mind when he reveals where the opportunities are right around the corner, how you can take advantage of them and how the next couple of years, despite any headwinds, scientifically, mathematically, and with a lot of evidence could be your most successful financial years yet. So get ready, listen up. Here we go. All right, Dean, welcome back to the show. How you been? So good. Good to be here with you guys. We are so excited to have you. We were just chatting. We both have 
You have the beautiful ocean behind you for anybody not who can't see this. We've got the lake behind us. Just so, so grateful to be reconnected with you. It's always so much fun to drop in and really get to ask you questions because Chris and I view you as one of the people who just are always kind of on the cutting edge of what's coming and preparing yourself for what's coming. And what I love about you is that you really make this accessible and you give this knowledge to the everyday person. So I'm really excited to dive in today. You know, Dean, I I would actually like to start with kind of the conversation we were having offline. And that is you were saying, friends make friends aware of what's coming. And you were saying you're, you've been talking to Tony Robbins and you've been talking to Ray Dalio and so many incredibly smart, accomplished economists, business people, the best of the best. And we spent a lot of time offline sharing what we think is coming and great ways to position ourselves. And one of the things that sometimes feels not fair to everybody is they don't get to be brought in on those conversations. And so I would love to bring that conversation to them to kind of kick this off of one year ago, we did an interview together. We were kind of in the middle of COVID. We didn't know what was coming. Here we are a year later and we feel like there's some strong headwinds coming. Let's start by giving everyone a picture of what we think might be coming. And then we'll eventually lead into some things they can do and some perspectives they should have. How's that? I love it. And first off, it's so good. You guys, we're doing this interview now. This is going to be like a conversation because I love these two. We became friends. Somebody introduced us, I don't know, a year and a half ago. And we've we've only hung out maybe three times and had dinner. And every time it was fabulous. Mm-hmm. My wife and I follow you guys. We're always sending you love and support from afar. I love you're both. You got new businesses coming and growth and it's, it's amazing. And if you're watching or listening right now, I know you got a million options. Thanks for spending this time with us. We're going to do something special here. Really quick, I think, And I shared this with you before we went on, but Tony and I were having a conversation. Tony Robbins and I were having a conversation. He said, isn't it better? And we know this. You said your mom had a saying like this, right? But isn't it better to prepare and anticipate than to react? So I don't want to be a doomsdayer or be the reporter of information that I heard like I'm being negative, but I think we'd be doing a disservice to all of us if we just stuck our head in the sand and say, it'll just get better. Uh, Just gas prices are a little high and then it'll go back. Is that true? I think we have to investigate. We have to see, right? That worn out quote that I love saying and everybody loves saying, but what did Wayne Gretzky say why he was one of the goats, the greatest hockey player of all time? You know the quote, we all do. He said, everybody skated to where the puck was I just figure out how to skate to where the puck was going. So I think the more research we do, the more investigating we do, the more we listen to people who have already experienced this, we can kind of figure out where the puck is going, right? I don't want to throw out a whole bunch of quotes, but I love Winston Winston Churchill's quote that says, those who don't study history are bound to repeat it, Mm -hmm. right? So if we look at the past and we look about how much money was printed and 41-year high inflation and recession seeming inevitable, we see it coming. We see big companies doing 10% layoffs off the top already. So when you see this coming, here's what I want to get to eventually. I want to get to the inner game and the outer game. Yeah. Right. The outer game is what do we, what can we shift? What industries are going to grow through this, Chris and Lori? Where's money actually going to funnel to? And can you go where that puck is going? Can you make a shift in your business? You're making a shift in your business, Lori. We just talked about it quick, right? A subtle shift because things are changing. You're moving to where the puck is going, not saying, no, this is the way it is. And I'll just stick to it. And I want my cheese to come back. Mm -hmm. We got to be flexible. We got to be shifting, right? 
So we need to know where it's going and there's tactical strategies and pieces I'd love to talk about. We also got to really master the inner game. And, And that's what I'd love to have a little conversation on because let's just face it, we've got to meet each other through COVID. The first time we were supposed to have dinner, you two had COVID, we had to cancel, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I forgot. So, yeah, so think about this. A couple of years of COVID, where that caused uncertainty. And a lot of people said, well, I don't know, do I work from home? Or if I'm going to be home, should I start my own thing? Or should I not work at all? Like, should I finally enjoy my children? Should I stop slaving someplace and find who I am as a human? All these emotions were going around in people's minds. Or some people thrived during COVID. Some people went down. Some people got really depressed. Some people got inspired. All these different things happened during COVID, but it created uncertainty. And as that uncertainty was starting to fade, all of a sudden we go into here in America, a crazy election and people being pushed to far sides. I think we're we're being pushed at you're either severely right or severely left. And really most of us live in the middle. And I think all of us have way more in common than we have separate. And I think we could bond together, but that's not the way it's portrayed. And then high inflation comes, recession comes, gas prices, food prices, now layoffs. And now we're probably going into an economic winter. So if you're feeling a little insecure or uncertain or a little scared, congratulations for being human. I mean, everything was set up for us to feel that way. But here's what I know. And this is personal development 101. I'm not teaching anything you don't already know, maybe just a little bit of a reminder service today. But when when you're uncertain or a little fearful, you know, they talk about fight or flight. It's the third F that screws you over. It's freeze. Mm. This is a time where people go, oh, man, this is crazy out there. Let me just see where things go. Right. Like in who moved my cheese. Right. The one mouse said, oh, they took my cheese. But you know what? The food's been coming here. I'm just going to wait here until the cheese comes back. Froze. The other one's like, I don't think the cheese is coming back. I'm going to go look for some new one. Right. One mouse survives. One dies. Right. So I think we have to work on the inner game a little bit in times like these. We have to find something because here's what I believe. And again, interrupt me anytime with anything I'm saying here. But here's what I know. We all have, the three of us and with my wife, the four of us have had these conversations. People don't realize, you still feel like an imposter when you go to the next level. Lori, you launching this unbelievable product you're launching. Tell me there's times you're like, am I really good enough to launch a product? I've been in the business thing. I've been doing this, but I like you, we have that self-doubt built All the time. In. Mm-hmm. Chris, you're launching another new company. You would be lying if you said, no, this is fine. I'm going to raise a bunch of money. We're going to launch this thing. It's going to change the world. And I'm going to go to another level and my chakras are aligned and I feel perfect. No, there's <laughs> plenty of you wake up and like, babe, would this change? Should we really do this? Should we take a chance? Should we just yeah. chill? Should we? So we all have it. But here's the part I want to remind you all. When uncertainty gets high, when the outside world shifts, whatever uncertainty the devil within, I'm actually reading Napoleon's Hill, Outwitting the Devil Again. What a great book, right? So it's, it's you could call it the inner villain, inner devil, self-doubt, imposter syndrome, I'm not good enough, or heck, I'm just scared to death. Whatever it is, we all have it. We have to overcome it, right? But when the world shifts, it gets a magnifying glass on it. So the reason I want to talk about this inner game is if anything's ever held you back from launching the business you want, scaling the business, starting the marketing, doing your own thing, telling everybody to piss off, your dreams are not mine. God gave me this dream, not you. If all of those things, if anything's ever slowed you down in the past, be prepared after two years of COVID, now a recession and inflation and separation and a war going on. Like all that is going to be a magnifying glass. And if the world held you back before, be prepared. It's going to be heavy. Now you're like, oh, thanks, Dean. Love you for being so. But when you rather be prepared and anticipate than react, 
But if you know that, you know your enemy. You know they're coming. It's like the enemy is six days away and you have time to prepare, fortify. They didn't surprise attack you. This is coming. So what we have to do, whatever it takes to shift your mindset, get rid of that thinking, be empowered, thriving mindset rather than a surviving mindset. Listen to Chris and Lori, listen to Tony Robbins or Brene Brown or Jenna Kutcher Anybody that empowers you to go, no, 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 I'm made for more. I could do more. This is my time to thrive. I can be the woman God designed me to be. I can be the man God designed me. I can be there for my family. Because if you realize, and this is the last thing I'll say, and I want to get out of this. If you Google it, more wealth is made during a recession and depression. If you Google it, some of the biggest companies you know were designed and created during this recession or depression. So the majority of people are going to sit on their hands and wait for cheese to come back. Those that get disturbed with an action, those that see where the puck is going, those that shift the inner game will realize this is truly a time to thrive because most people are going to be sitting around waiting to see what happens. Mm -hmm. Dean, I I couldn't agree more. I always teach that opportunity doesn't go away. It just changes shape, form, and location. It's no different than the law of energy. Energy never goes away. It just changes form. So what are some areas that you see maybe opportunities drying up, but then more hopeful, where do you see some opportunities opening up? I'll give you a real softball here. Real estate. I see realtors running around screaming that the the sky is falling because sales seem to have dried up. But then it's opening up opportunities elsewhere for them to maybe pivot and become a coach in the real estate brand. There's different opportunities when there's change. So where do you see things drying up and where do you see things opening up? Such a great question. And I want to share something with you guys. I want to go back. Don't let me get too into weeds here, but I think it's great for you too. You know, in 2007, I was in the business of teaching people how to be in real estate. I've been in the self-education industry for 25 years, right? Ever since I bought a course off of Tony Robbins, it changed my life. I'm like, damn, I want to be in the business of helping people and get paid to do it. In 2007, I taught people how to invest in real estate. I was probably the number one real estate educator in the world at the time. And all of a sudden, 07, what happened by 08? You guys remember, if you look down a street, we were in it. We were were not prepared during that time. If you look down a street in 07 and a half, 08, every third house had a for sale sign. And then what did every other house have on top of the for sale sign? You remember the little foreclosure? Yeah, look at that. You hit yep. it. You remember that little white sign that they yep. slid on the top? Foreclosure. And all of a sudden, I'm teaching people how to invest in real estate. And I remember everybody saying, this is a tough one. This is a time you hibernate. And I remember thinking to myself, people need us now more than ever. When it was going good, it was easy. People need our help now to understand all this. And I came up with an analogy. I'd really want you guys to, for your own business and anybody watching right now, on how mindsets shift. As Mm. people who impact others, sell a product, a service, whatever you're selling, whatever you do or whatever you plan on doing, we must, and write this down, we must live in the mind of our prospect now. The word now is everything because, listen, Lori, we talked really quick. What you were planning on doing six months ago, if you did the same thing now, it'd be really difficult because of supply chain and cost and gas, right? Mm -hmm. So, We must enter the conversation of our prospects now. And I think we can all agree that our dinner conversations are completely different today than they Mm -hmm. were just 10 weeks ago. Not 10 years, not two and a half years, 10 weeks ago. Since interest rates, and they're going to go up another basis point, they think in the next couple of weeks, and then they think another one by October, like things are changing, right? So if the conversations are changing, we must enter those new conversations. So I remember in 07, Team's freaking out because everything's changing. And I remember thinking to myself, and this is the analogy I shared. 
and I don't share this much, but I want to share it with you too. And I hope everybody listening knows this is the conversation we'd be having if the camera wasn't on, like if we were just sitting together. But I said to my team, let's look at it like the Titanic. When the Titanic was brand new and it was in the harbor in London or, or someplace in England in the UK, imagine selling a ticket on that ship. It's the biggest ship. It's the fastest ship, the best food in the world, all the richest people in the world. It's going to get to New York quicker than anything else. And we're going to go into the port of New York. And you can, I mean, imagine selling that aspirational ticket. I said to my team, us helping people with real estate for the last decade has been like that aspirational selling of a ticket on the Titanic. When the Titanic hit an iceberg, do you think anybody cared how pretty it was, how fast it was, how comfy their pillow was? What did people want when they hit the iceberg? Safety, someone to flock to, oh, someone to point them right. how to get off. <laughs> yeah, what, what did they want? They wanted a lifeboat. They wanted someone just to be okay. I just, I don't care about going fast. I don't care about my food. I want my, my family to be okay. And we shifted our message, marketing message in 07 to say, hey, this is not about getting rich. This is about, and we shifted back then. You know what we did? We told people to find investors who wanted to buy rental properties, find somebody who already has at least four and go find them cheap deals and just sell them cheap deals because they're going to buy. And it destroyed it, Chris. And we went in, in 07, there was Carlton Sheets and Russ Whitney. There was a whole bunch of infomercial. This is before, you know, the, the, we had, I had all this competition. And by the time we got to 09, I had zero competition. I had taken the whole market. We went from being one of five to the only one left standing. And all we did, we still loved our clients. We still provided great products and services. We still provided courses and coaching. We just changed our message to meet people where they were. We entered their dinner conversation and my competition didn't. Mm -hmm. So you asked me what, that was a long answer for a short question. But where are things shifting? Go ahead. Yeah, where are the opportunities shifting to? Yeah, so one is the opportunity could be shifting within with what you're doing if you change the messaging and you meet people where they are. So that's the first thing I want to say is you might be in something that if you just change how you approach it and the way you serve, maybe it's more protective, maybe it's more concerning, maybe it's more safety. That could be it. Secondly, and of course, I'm going to lean into this is because what Tony and I formed a partnership and what we're so excited about and we're doing a challenge in, in August 2nd is showing people how to enter and scale and what you guys are doing right now, what I do, what Tony does, but what Danielle downstairs with Boss Babes is doing and so many other normal everyday people are seeing that one of the greatest values or assets they have is their life experience mm -hmm. and selling I don't know how to simplify it anymore. I know when you say that, people say, I'm not an expert. I don't have a following. How could I ever do that? I'm not really a coach. I'm an introvert. Nobody listened to me. Tony and I have heard all that. So maybe we could squash some of those today. But here's what I want to share. And then I want to throw it back to one of you guys. Is, you know, Warren Buffett and Munger always do, Charlie Munger always do their yearly address. And Warren Buffett, I just like the way he shares. I, I didn't listen to him years prior, but I probably have the last four. And he talks about a recession and talks about inflation. And he said, people always ask, you know, in his voice, I'm not going to try to imitate this. People always ask, how do you get through inflation and a recession? He said, two things. He said, invest in yourself, mm -hmm. just be the person everybody wants to go to. So if, mm -hmm. if dollars are deflated or it's Reichmarks or seashells, if you're better at what you do, you will collect more of those seashells mm -hmm. than anyone else. So he did like, it was just so Warren Buffett simple. Like, just get better. Learn from somebody who's already been there. Get better. Number two, he said, though, and, and Laura, your face is, he said, be a part of a company that has higher margins. 
So you don't mm-hmm. get killed on supply chain and, and inventory. He said, if you have a small margin, you're selling like crazy. All of a sudden your product goes up 30%. You're out of business mm-hmm. and there's no way to do it. And when I heard that's one of the reasons Tony and I are doing this, this is the last year. I think we're doing this five day free challenge and why we're inspired is like, that's what we get to teach. If mm-hmm. you sell your life experience, you help women, Lori, go to another level in business. And Chris, all the things you guys do collectively in masterminds, you're helping people go from where they are to where they want to be because of your life experience. And that could be from eating better, yoga, sales, being a better parent, going through a divorce, everything possible that people have gone through. When you realize that your information, your knowledge, you don't have to store it, you don't have to warehouse it. You don't have to air condition it. You don't have to freeze it. You don't have supply chain issues and you could sell it over and over again. And I don't know anything else that impacts people so powerfully Mm. like the lives you two have got to impact. I get to watch you guys doing masterminds and watch people have transformations. You get to change their lives and get paid to do it. Mm -hmm. So one area because, and I'm biased, of course, is if you're not in the self-education industry, if you're not bolting it to a current product, if you're not at least exploring, could I do this? Could I create a course, a workshop, a coaching program, a mentorship, an in-person event or a virtual event or on Zoom? If you're not exploring it, I think you're really missing out. And the last thing I'll say in this, and then I'd love to hear from you too, is this is an industry when Tony and I, we've been in it for 65 years collectively. Jim Rohn got him started. Tony got me started. But since we started teaching people just four and a half years ago, it was about a hundred million dollar a day industry about four Mm. or five years ago. Right now, it's almost a billion a day, $345 billion industry. And we just found a bunch of reports that said the trajectory is by 2028, one trillion a year. Wow. And it's being made up by everyday people realizing, oh my God, I'm a chapter ahead of somebody. They need this. They don't want to go back to school. They don't want to learn on their own. Let me create something to impact lives and get paid to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm we're pushing people to at least investigate and see why you'd be crazy not to be in it. Oh, I love all that. And I can I can certainly attest to, you know, having Chris and I be in this industry for so long and then also going into other industries and going into a product line and going into tech. It's kind of like looking back, it is the lowest barrier of entry you could possibly ever get. And it's even if it's, you know, there's something that people want to do later on or pivot, it is definitely been one of the businesses I think that has taught us the most about business. Like it's just a beautiful foundation to set up for yourself. So you talked a lot about selling what you know. So for some people, maybe they're listening and they're like, oh my God, do I need to learn a new skill set? This feels so far outside of me. Maybe looking at you and Tony, like, wow, they've been in this forever. How can the everyday person start to look at it as not as overwhelming? This is a plug, but that's day two of the challenge. We're going to go really deep on this. Just so you know, when we call it, I come up and I call it the dot. When you identify a dot is really like a niche, a tiny little piece of what you're good at. Your confidence goes through the roof. For example, mm-hmm. when I first started after I got Tony Robbins course, and I promise this example, I hope it'll relate to you. This isn't about me. It's about trying to answer the great question that Lori just shared, posed. I watched Tony Robbins. I bought his course up an infomercial. Oh my God, it shifted my life. All the craziness. And Lori, you and I have talked about our childhoods and some really similar. And what I, Tony made me realize that all that happened for me. I had that because it ended up making me the man I am to my wife, to my children as a leader. And so I I started realizing this life happens for me. I can focus on solutions. This could be the wind behind my sail, not the anchor. Don't have to listen. Who do I surround myself with? Personal development 101, right? But 
Tony just spoke to me. So one, it changed my life. Number two, I'm like, damn, I gave Tony Robbins 300 and something bucks. He just talked to me. He gave me stuff he learned from Jim Rohn and all these other people and it changed my life. I want to be in this business. So back then there was no internet. That's how long ago it was. I had to do an infomercial. I'm like 200 grand in, Chris. Like literally infomercial product and inventory. It was no digital products. I had to build books and ship them and put them in a warehouse. and, And all this, I'm 200 grand in. My sister gets wind of it. Now, by then I had a collision shop and an auto sales and I had apartments and I was building houses. She drives up from Virginia like an intervention and sits me down and goes, I am so proud of you for what you've done, but you went too far. You're going to lose absolutely everything. You're not Tony Robbins. You're not a teacher. You barely got out of high school. You're not like looking at from the outside when some people, and she did it out of love. She's like, but that's not you. You know cars, you know real estate. You don't know how to teach people and be on an infomercial. You're going to lose it all. And I remember she left. I remember taking a walk. And maybe those of you listening right now, you've you've been on that walk, that hypothetical walk. And I'm like, she's right. I'm not Tony Robbins. I don't have money. Who the hell am I going to teach? I don't have a vast vocabulary. I probably got a seventh grade reading level. Mm -hmm. And, And I was an inch away, like both of you have been, an inch away from going, she's right. I should just be happy with what I have. I should feel blessed. I should be grateful. Of course, we should all be blessed. We should all be grateful. We're alive another day to fight, but it doesn't mean we should give up on our hopes and dreams. Have any of you ever felt and you knew that you were meant for more? Like there's zero doubt I'm meant for more. And if I don't go after it, I'm going to regret it my entire life. Man, I fought back and forth with myself and I'll tell you what helped me. My first course that I trained was called Motor Millions. Literally taught people how to make money flipping used cars. If you don't think that's niche, if you don't think I question myself on an infomercial, I'm 200 grand in. And what I realized is what was freaking me out. I'm sorry for this long answer to a short question, but what was freaking me out is I don't make millions of dollars a month. I don't know how to start a new car dealership. I don't know KPIs and SOPs. I put myself through this, like, you're just dumb. You don't know any of this stuff. But then something happened. I had an epiphany and this was the shift I had while I was taking this walk. I'm like, but I don't need to know all that. All I want to do is I had this strategy to flip a car a month through the classified ads. I'd find cheaper cars. I'd lock them up for two weeks and I'd flip them to someone else. Right. And I started thinking, well, I really don't know how to do a new car dealership. That's okay. I don't know how to make a million dollars a month with cars. That's okay. And I kept just saying, that's okay. That's okay. And I said, but what I'm really good at, I know how to flip a car a month for an extra two to four grand. And I don't know if anybody's better than me because I learned it out of desperation. So the whole course just became, hey, I don't know how to do all that stuff, but I know how to help you flip a car a month. And when I did that, my confidence went through the roof and that thing, that little course crushed. And the first course I launched on real estate, I didn't have a thousand doors. I didn't own commercial. I didn't own apartment buildings. I knew how to get in single family homes, kind of cheap, fix them up and rent them for cash flow or flip them. And my first course was just that. And it became one of the top selling courses of all time. And I realized this, when we narrow it down, that's why I call it a dot. I always draw this thing on a piece of paper. It's like, it's like a bullseye. When you're way out here, you're overwhelmed. When it's that little dot, oh, I can get people in their first house and teach yeah. a course on that. I can get people to eat vegan, teach a course on that. I can help moms find their center again when they're distracted by it. Then just teach that. I can help people do yoga, go vegan, a million other things. If you teach that little thing, your confidence goes through the roof. And that's why this industry is absolutely exploding. You talked about when you niche down to something, Mm -hmm. it gives you the confidence to teach it. You realize you don't have to be the expert of all things. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the earnings side of niching down. 
you turned out to be a smashing success. Many of the people we know turned out to be a smashing success. But we forget about the individuals out there sometimes where the extra thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a month would be a game changer Absolutely. for their family. And what really made this real for me the other day was I was talking to a guy and he said that he works an eight hour shift now to pay to fill up his gas tank to go to and from work the rest of the week. Now, let that sink in a minute. He's working one of the five days that week to pay for the gas to go to work. And so for someone like that, $150 a week would make a massive difference. So we've heard about the massive success stories. Tell me about some of those, and I don't even want to call them smaller, but let's say more under the radar success stories where it was just a couple grand a month that somebody made, just a grand a month, and it changed everything for them. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the most exciting because everybody gets to find their groove. And and what we've really gone deep on, Chris and Lori, is helping people get that first sale. That's really where we've evolved over the last three years. We have a lot of people. I love Kajabi. I love ClickFunnels. Russell Brunson, who owns ClickFunnels, a dear friend of mine. But sometimes when people go in there, it's like a fire hose and they don't know all the tech side. And they're like, I'm not good with tech. And then they bail on their dreams. And what we say is we want to get you, we call it the cheers framework in turtling. We want everybody to know their name and they're glad you came and we're going to hold your hand and keep you moving forward till you make it real. I love that, by the way. Yeah. And that's what we've done. And I always say, like, if ClickFunnels didn't work, come to us. Let's get your first sale. Then you go back to ClickFunnels and go crush it. But we need people to have proof of concept. And it's been the greatest gift. I mean, we've seen it from one girl has does workshops with painting with wolves. She literally has puppy wolves. She does a workshop in the mountains so that the sereneness of mountains and painting, but you have a wolf laying to you next to you. And she feels like it has these both like duality of emotions, right? Yeah. Who would ever think painting with wolves? She sold out three of her first three workshops. We have people, Agatha, she is probably 70 years old, this beautiful woman whose grandmother had arthritis bad, then her mother had arthritis bad. And when she was like 30, her arthritis started getting really bad. And she tried everything. She read everything. And what fixed it and stopped it for her, she went plant-based. And she'd been doing plant-based. And when she first got in, she's like, well, I understand business. I understand that. She goes, do you think anybody would listen to me because I know how to do plant-based really well? At first she was like, but I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I didn't go to school for this. People don't care. They want, Agatha stopped having arthritis and cured herself. And she looks amazing. And she knows it hands down. Now Agatha has a course on going vegan, going plant-based. She's crushing it. And I say crushing it. She might be making a thousand, two thousand dollars a month. I don't know the exact number, but I know she's selling consistently and she's ecstatic. But we have this in every category possible. We have someone who's helping German owners of German shepherds how to naturally heal their hips. That's like the tiny, who would ever buy that? We know that we would buy that in two seconds for for anyone that can help us with a pet thing. We are totally down for that. I love that example. It's everything you could possibly imagine and more. We've identified 4,500 different little niches where people are doing amazing. And it's just, it's fun to watch. And again, I think, Chris, I appreciate you saying that because sometimes we forget that first sale just showing, wow. And what's even beyond the first sale is they freak out with the first sale because we have such a vibrant community. You know what the second thing they freak out on? Mm-hmm. is when people email them and say, oh my God, thank you. My wife bought a, a course on how to heal eczema, eczema naturally from one of our students. And she, you know, we have access to a lot of stuff, but she got two or three things that she still uses to this day from a woman whose son had eczema and she was sick of putting steroids on him. And she just investigated for three years and now she's got a killer course and she's selling it over and over again. Boy, mm-hmm. it's not just about the money that someone makes by doing that. Think about that example, mm-hmm. bringing relief to your life. 
because somebody took the time to study for a couple of years on natural eczema cures. When you can make an impact in someone's life like that, then you don't need to worry as much about marketing skill sets, marketing budgets, not because they're going to sing you praises and, and refer you out to everybody. And I think that's what people forget. They look at the great big picture 100 miles away and they say, well, I don't even see how I'm going to get to 1,000 customers or 100,000 customers. Instead, they just need to know what do they know well? How well can they leverage that to fix and change somebody's life in a very unique way and then let word of mouth work for them in favor from there. Have you seen examples of things going viral in that from that standpoint? Oh, yeah. Here's the cool part. We have thousands and thousands of clients that we get to see on a regular basis. We have a community where we go live every week, every Monday. Actually, I went live in it today when we're recording this and we get to see it nonstop. Right now, we have 6,000 pages of people saying thank you or transformation or I finally did it or I don't feel like an imposter. I got my first sale. I did my first workshop. I sold out. I'll give you an example. There's a girl named Cyrene who went through menopause, something Chris, you and I will never know. Poor women have to go through so much. I'm watching my wife be pregnant right now. How is she baking and making a baby? I have no idea. <laughs> how women do such magical things. She went through menopause. She started gaining weight, night sweats, was losing her mind, thought her husband didn't love her anymore. All the craziness that was going on. She obsessed over it for six months. She cured herself. She found a way, no more night sweats, didn't gain the weight, felt amazing. And then just like all of us, imposter syndrome, she was like, uh, who would buy from me? I'm not mm. a doctor. And now she's helping women. You should see her. She's on fire. I don't know if she's selling. We know she makes sales. I don't know if she's selling one a month or 20 a month. But she's the happiest woman I've ever seen in my life because she's helping women through menopause that they don't have to deal with the crap that she dealt with and they don't have to get on all the drugs and the steroids. and free. Like, it's just amazing when you get to see. And here's the biggest part about this. And I know you guys feel it. It's beyond anything I've ever imagined for my life. We get to make a living for helping mm -hmm. people go faster to get where they want to go. I mean, I don't want to oversimplify it, but man, I'm at 53 I'm working harder than I've ever worked in my life. And I don't need to work another day in my life. That's not being a jerk. That's just, I was smart with my investing, smart with my businesses. I'm working harder than ever before. I'm working hard on this challenge we're doing because I know once people see it, it's like things change forever. And the reason that Tony and I are doing it is because when we're gone, which will be gone someday, how cool is it if we can help train the trainers, yes. right? If we can have an army of a million people helping millions of people, then we, we leave this world a better place. So I know that you've talked a lot about mindset. You've talked about people being able to find what they're good at, what their niche is, what they can teach. What are some of the other obstacles? Because I'm just thinking way back to the beginning for me as well, or even for when I'm like facing a new evolution of myself, some of the obstacles that you've included in your program in order to help people really get out there and be able to teach other people. Well, I'll tell you the first one. I think the first one people think is, I'm not an expert. Who's going to listen mm -hmm. to me? Once you narrow that down, that changes forever. Then the second thing is, I don't really like selling. Selling feels icky. Marketing feels like, oh, I don't really want, I just want to build it and hope they'll come, right? Right. And that's worked exactly zero times in the history of the world. If you build it, no matter how good you build it, they will not come. That's a theme out of Kevin Costner's old movie, but it's not a reality, right? So when you, second thing is, when you switch the word selling to service, and you realize that you're actually doing a disservice by not offering your life experience. Like you should feel guilty if you die with that knowledge in your head. What if that mom didn't take everything she learned about eczema? My little boy wouldn't have got the benefits of it. What if Cyrene didn't take all the benefits she got of going through menopause and crushing it naturally and share it with other women, 
right? What if Agatha didn't share on how to go plant-based for people that are fighting with diabetes or arthritis, right? Like when you shift and go, wow, I'm actually screwing people over if I don't sell. So we help people see how to sell through service, Mm. right? So the way I look at it, Chris and Lori, I picture is a five-day challenge, right? And it's free. And I want to invite everybody here in a little bit. But I picture people coming on going, all right, like with their arms crossed, like, okay, let's see, Tony and Dean, you've been doing this for a while. You've given me some good stuff. All right, but I don't really know what to sell. And then we get with day one, day two, and like, oh, well, I could do that. But Mm. I don't like selling. And then we switch it in your mindset and realize, oh my God, it's not really selling. I get to serve people with my life. And I picture by day two, they're like, okay, I kind of like this marketing and selling thing. But I think day three and day four, day four especially really ties it together when people go, but I don't have a following. Like, where do I find my people? And that's why this is such an amazing opportunity. It's why I think this industry is exponentially growing. When Tony and I started, when I started, 250 grand into an infomercial, hoping to play on CNN and Fox News and Discovery Channel and MSNBC and all these stations, hoping someone would walk by a TV and buy my stuff. Mm. In today's world, we have social media. Instead of it using us, we have the opportunity to use it. I mean, today, whatever topic you think of, I want to help people through an elegant divorce, a child-centered divorce. I want to help people barbecue better, play the piano, anything. Go on Facebook and you will find a Facebook group dedicated to that niche today. Today, there are people talking and wishing they had your services in a Facebook group today. Now, I know I'm not here to teach you all the strategies, but one thing we're going to show you on day four is how you could have a hundred crazy followers Wanting what it is you have in less than a week and cost you nothing because we can utilize and find people that want exactly what you're serving right now, today. They're in a Facebook group. Listen, two days ago, someone said, I'm the best griller of anyone you've ever met. I know dad's screwed up all the time. I think I want to teach dads how to grill easy, but where would I find? And I was just sitting with him. There's a buddy I do business with and he was talking about his partner wants to, and I went on Facebook and we found a barbecue Facebook group with 1.7 million members. Wow. I don't know. What about right there? That's so crazy. Tell me more about the challenge. You just mentioned what you're going to be teaching in day four. Would you mind breaking down day one, two, three, four, kind of what people can expect? Yeah. First off, I wanted to share, we called it time to thrive. The reason we did that is because of this is a time people are going to want to survive mm. or they're going to want to freeze or they're going to want to wait and see what happens. And, and you guys both know that's when you're left behind. If you don't anticipate, this is not a time to freeze or survive. It's a time to thrive because most people won't think it's time for that. And you have a total unfair advantage. Day one, Tony goes big on day one to really anchor a mindset that becomes unstoppable. You guys had the opportunity to interview him. It was an amazing interview. Mm. There's not many better people on the planet to do what he does. Can we just, can we just say it? Amen. I've never left a moment with Tony podcast, video, event where I have not literally noticed a change in my life, like something massive. Same here, same here. So day one, we'll be in the studio and I'll literally be sitting there taking notes, watching him. But day one is about why this, why you, why now, and crush those damp, that stinking thinking that's already cost you way too much in your life. So why this, why now, why you, crush that thinking. Day two will be identifying your niche. And the smaller the niche is actually the opportunity to get more profitable. You think, oh, if I make it too small. I help people with cars, painting with wolves. That, like the smaller you get, still potentially tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people. So by the end of day two, best way to do it. End of day two, you'll know what you should teach and who you should teach it to. By the end of day three, you'll know how to elegantly sell through service. 
by the end of day four, you'll know how to build a tribe that will want it. And day five, we tie it all together and show you how to make it real. Mm-hmm. What I like about this is I think people forget, you know, sometimes they'll hear us to say, oh, you know, I don't want to start another business. I don't want to be a part of the knowledge industry or the information industry. So they skip over this. But what they forget is even if they just tuned in and learned from some of the greatest minds in the world, you, Tony, the other teachers, they can apply that to so to many the business they want to stay in. Okay. So the teaching I teach on day three about marketing you're crazy if you're not on it. I feel blessed. We're, we're probably going to put a million people on this challenge. Wouldn't you like to see how we do that and how we do it through love and through service? And and I know you're like, oh, you're Tony and Dean. We, It's like an accordion. It'll work for every single business. And here's what I'd say is you hit the nail on the head. If anything we shared today inspires you, if you're looking to see where the world is going, if you'd like to be inspired by Tony Robbins, we got Matthew McConaughey coming because I love his book, Green Lights. I asked him, he's Great in our book. Now. Oh my God, I love that book. So Matthew McConaughey, Brennan Burchard, Jenna Kutcher, Russell Brunson. We got so many, Lisa Nichols. We got some really solid humans coming, all hell bent to pull back the curtain and say, once I didn't know this was a real industry, I was scared. And look what I've been able to do. And here's some actual takeaways that you can use. So I think if everything's perfect in your life and you're completely dialed in and you're not worried about where the world's going, then thanks for spending time with us today. No worries. But if you've ever thought there could be more or expanding or bolt something onto your company or have something that's more recession proof and just want to explore from two guys that are kind of hell bent on teaching it, then I would say, put it on your calendar. And you know, the last thing I'll say, it's August 2nd. And let me give you a URL. It's thrive600.com, thrive600.com. You can go register. It's not kind of free. It's completely free. Watch the two videos after that. They'll get you totally set up and be ready to go. But I would say two things. One is Zig Ziglar said, people who don't pay, don't pay attention. I love that. And just because it's free, please don't discredit this. Tony's got a waiting list of people that want to pay him a million dollars a year to coach. And that's not an exaggeration. That's true. He doesn't have the time. But just reality is four weeks ago, I got paid $250,000 for one day of consulting. And I know I made that guy 10 times that. Brennan Burchard, people who get $100,000, $150,000 to be on stage for an hour. Because of Tony and I's relationships and friends, we're bringing the best on the planet. Matthew McConaughey doesn't even do these types of things, but because of the relationship he had and loves what Tony does and loves what I do and he wants to get in this space, we're bringing the best of the best that you couldn't afford to pay in most cases and it's all free. So don't discredit, like pretend you paid five grand to come and then you'll show up with a pen and journal in hand. And I'd also take that thrive600.com after you register, send it out to someone who could be your accountability partner. Yeah. Get a buddy, a friend, a sister, someone that can do it with you to play full out. And, um, and you know, just don't miss a, a killer opportunity to learn and grow and expand. That's genius because here's what happens. You hear this right now, you get excited, you go to thrive600.com, you fill up, you sign up and you have every intention of showing up. But then what happens? Life happens, you feel busy, you feel tired and you think, eh, it's been a few weeks since I signed up for that thing. I'm not going to well, get it. Plus that. it's free. Plus, plus it's, it's free. free. So how good can it possibly be? I want people to understand that when you did this last year, I know people that messaged me and said, Chris, thank you for sharing this five-day challenge. I took off of work to make sure I got on it. I gave it to five friends and we literally learned together in one location each day. And then we debriefed each other on what our, like people took this and squeezed it for every last drop they could get out of it because they knew how valuable it is. And it's those people in life. I'm sorry, but it's those individuals that take it that serious that go to those extremes, they're the ones that are kind of come out of this thing on the other side, 
absolutely thriving. No pun intended, because I know that's the the, the yeah. title of what you guys are doing, but absolutely thriving. Come out the other side. And the people that don't prioritize this, the people that say, ah, it's just never one of those things. You can sell me something at the end or whatever the excuse they make to themselves. They're the ones that are going to have the wall kicking moments and wish that somebody would have given them a hand up. And this is that hand up. Yeah. Well, thank you. Beautiful words. I, I appreciate you sharing that. And, and it's the way we feel. I mean, you guys know, again, if we were just sitting here talking and there was no camera on, this is insane. The amount of work that goes to putting this together. Like it's beyond anything anyone could ever imagine the way we prep and prepare and be able to manage a million people, right? Where there'll, there'll be 250,000 comments on day one and to have somebody in each and moderate the rooms and we have some in Zoom and some on Facebook and some on and aligning all the speakers and flying all the speakers in and getting Tony's time and my time and then the agenda and then shifting the agenda so it matches today's shifting world and giving people the opportunity to go, oh my God, I'm all in, I'm learning. All of those things, it's like, Oh, so when you put all that together, you want people to understand its value. And of course, we're going to push as many people as we can to, to see it and utilize it and share it. I think sometimes people forget the significant financial investment that you and Tony make for this. You know, we've been to your studio behind the scenes when it's going on. There's 20 people with salaries. There's tech people. There's everybody making this happen. So that's a sign right there. When you go all in on investing your real money for these five days so that you can show up in the right way, people know it's going to be good. Yeah, I just want to, for anybody listening, it's easy to think that you can wait and do something down the road. And it's also can be really, really intimidating to think of all the work that you have ahead of you. But it's for me, just looking back at the times when I felt really desperate, because we have been in those desperate times, 2007 through 2009 were some really, really rough times for us. And the only thing that gave us our power back was educating ourselves and surrounding ourselves with people who believed something different and had hope because they were in action and working on something. And looking back, there was really only two paths. And I think there's really only two paths now. And that is the choice to learn and empower yourself and surround yourself with these people who have hope and, and are creating a path for themselves or to just ride, unfortunately, that wave that's not going to go to a very good place. It's going to continually get worse. So you can put yourself on that trajectory with all of those people who believe and always get the info of like what they're doing and get their ideas and spiral up. Or we just notice that some of the people who did not take our path, truly, we know them today. And it is it's They're struggling. It's really challenging. It's a real struggle. Yeah. Thrive600.com, thrive600.com. It's the first week of August that you guys are carving out five days to teach everybody. Any closing thoughts, buddy? No, I just appreciate you too. It was great catching up today. Love seeing what you guys are doing at the lake and, and everybody listening right now. Even if you're not sure if this is for you, what I'd encourage is show up. That This is where you have the opportunity to investigate, to kick the tires for free, to see if this resonates with you. You might be at the end and go, thanks, Tony and Dean and everybody. I'm inspired as hell to go back into the thing I was already doing. Or you might say, holy crap, this can work for me. And we hope you continue that journey with us to show you what's possible. So uh, appreciate you too. Appreciate the support. This is going to be something pretty special. Well, right back at you, buddy. Love and appreciate you. Thanks for taking the time to come on, for inspiring everybody. You said it in the beginning, be prepared for what's coming, but then hope for the best. And that is what I hope people are walking away with. So everybody right now, stop what you're doing. Go to thrive600.com. Join us. Lori will be watching. I'll be watching the first week of August. And like you said, walk away with something new, new possibility for your life. Thank you, Dean. I sure appreciate you. See you guys. Thank you. Bye. 
Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success. 